Hello to you. Welcome to Coin Market Recap on Friday, the 13th of January. Oh, scary. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Caps, easy to understand look at the top crypto stories. Today, Genesis and Gemini are being sued by the SEC. We will tell you why. Sam Bankman Fried launches a Substack and blames everyone but himself for FTX's collapse in a lengthy blog post. Wire announces it's lifting withdrawal limits after securing new funding. Payouts are being made to BitConnect victims, but not everyone's going to receive compensation. Also coming up, Nexo's offices in Bulgaria have been raided. We'll find out why. A new report suggests the value of crypto crime has reached an all-time high, and why a Bitcoin costume at Miss Universe is dividing opinion on crypto Twitter. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts, and you can get in touch with me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Bitcoin's rally continues. The world's biggest cryptocurrency briefly hit $19,000 on Thursday for the first time since FTX's bankruptcy in November. All of this comes as new figures show US inflation stood at 6.5% in December, the smallest increase in over a year. The big question now is what happens next and whether Bitcoin has the potential to crack the psychologically significant threshold of $20,000. Some Crypto analysts believe Bitcoin may start to cool off over the weekend after notching up gains of 13.5% so far this year. One Twitter poll asked whether we're now in a new bull market. Over 10,000 people voted and 64% said no. Our top story and yet another blow for 340,000 Gemini Earn customers who are frozen out of their savings. The Securities and Exchange Commission has announced it's suing Gemini and Genesis, accusing them of selling unregistered securities. SEC Chair Gary Gensler alleges they bypassed disclosure rules designed to protect investors. Genesis, which is owned by Digital Currency Group, currently owes $900 million to Gemini Earn customers. Customers. But Genesis has been thrown into crisis after having exposure to a number of crypto firms that have collapsed over the past year. SEC officials have suggested the crisis engulfing Genesis may be partly responsible for the lawsuit. All of this comes as Gemini threatens to sue Genesis in an attempt to recover these funds. Sam Bankman-Fried just can't stay quiet. The embattled entrepreneur has now launched a substack while under house arrest in California, writing a lengthy piece about the collapse of FTX. He seems to be blaming everyone but himself for the bankruptcy, with the Post attacking his lawyers, FTX's new management and Binance's CEO, CZ. SBF repeated his claim that he could have saved FTX if he had been given more time, but doesn't address allegations that sister trading firm Alameda Research misused customer funds. He also denied stealing funds and says he certainly didn't stash billions of dollars away. Bankman-Fried admitted FTX and Alameda Research had failed to hedge its market exposure in the event of an extreme crash, like the one we saw last year. He accused Binance's CEO of orchestrating a quick, targeted crash that made Alameda insolvent, but CZ has repeatedly said FTX only has itself to blame for what happened. And SBF also accused FTX's law firm of strong-arming him into declaring bankruptcy 
bankruptcy. He's claimed lawyers called his friends, family and co-workers in an attempt to pressure him, and some of them were in tears. The pitying post may lead to accusations SBF is attempting to rewrite history ahead of his criminal trial in October, and it's highly likely we'll see more articles in the weeks ahead. Nexo's offices have been raided by Bulgarian authorities. The crypto lender is facing accusations of tax and money laundering violations, as well as setting up an organised crime group. It's also claimed Nexo's platform was used to transfer digital assets by someone who had financed terrorism. The company has denied any wrongdoing and suggested on Twitter that Bulgaria is a corrupt country. Nexo's also accused regulators of adopting a kick-first act questions later approach that borders on racketeering. On-chain data shows millions of dollars have flowed out of Nexo as customers pull their funds from the platform. When crypto projects freeze or limit withdrawals, it's normally a warning sign that a bankruptcy is imminent. However, a Twitter update from Wire suggests this isn't always the case. The crypto payments platform had spooked users by announcing they would only be able to withdraw 90% of their balances amid reports a shutdown was imminent. But in a new update on Thursday, Wire revealed it has now received financing from a strategic partner, meaning its operations can return to normal. Wire is now lifting withdrawal limits and will start accepting deposits once again. The company hopes this new capital will help it deliver on its mission, but it remains unclear whether users will want to join them for the ride. Let's now talk about one of the biggest crypto Ponzi schemes of all time. Thousands of BitConnect investors lost at least $2.4 billion. And years later, the US Justice Department has revealed restitution is going to be paid to victims. But a fund of just $17 million is available and just 800 people are going to receive a payout. It's unclear how those who receive compensation will be chosen, but we do know they'll be spread across 40 countries. The proceeds of crypto crime hit a new all-time high last year, reaching a whopping $20 billion. But according to the Chainalysis 2023 Crypto Crime Report, that's because $8.8 billion involved sanctions violations following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The overall percentage of illicit crypto transactions remains tiny, with a share of just 0.24%. Chainalysis said there was another big challenge as it crunched the numbers. Some in the industry feel transaction volumes from Celsius, Three Arrows Capital, FTX and others should have been included, with some of these bankrupt projects facing allegations of fraud. But the blockchain intelligence firm has chosen not to and said it was best to leave questions of criminality to the legal system. I thought I'd seen it all in this job. Oh boy, I was wrong. Miss Universe is currently underway in New Orleans and El Salvador's contestant went dressed as Bitcoin. Let's take a listen, shall we? El Salvador. This look represents El Salvador's history of currency. For a long time, cocoa was used and then the cologne. 
until it was replaced by the U.S. dollar. In 2021, El Salvador became the first country in the world to use Bitcoin as legal tender. You don't need a sash to walk around dressed as cash like El Salvador. Her outfit reflected a history of El Salvador's currency, and she carried a glittering golden staff adorned with the Bitcoin logo. It sparked plenty of enthusiasm on crypto Twitter, but not everyone's a fan, with one person saying she was dressed like spam email. That's it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed this episode. It helps us reach new listeners. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com slash Alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening. Join me and Molly Jane for our weekly news roundup tomorrow. Bye-bye for now.